Hi and welcome to the English Language Live podcast, episode 2, Mindset. My name is Jendrek and in this episode I'm going to explore the concept of mindset based on the book by Dr. Carol S. Dweck. Mindset and willpower discussed in the previous episode are two prerequisites of any learning. It takes willpower to learn, but willpower itself is not just a thing you have or don't have. In order to develop, willpower needs help from the side of mindset. Dr. Dweck's principal finding is that there are two basic ways of seeing things, two sets of beliefs, two mindsets. The so-called fixed mindset, where you believe your qualities to be static and unchangeable, and the so-called growth mindset, where you believe your qualities to be changeable and possible to cultivate through effort and help from others. Oh yeah! This initial belief, the mindset, shapes our approach to challenges, effort, failure, criticism and success of others which in turn determines our achievement and ultimately the quality of our life. First, however, let me be clear about one thing. The division into two mindsets where one is clearly good and the other mm, not so much seems oversimplistic. But as Dr. Dweck points out, we are never 100% of either. What we have in our heads is usually a mix of growth and fixed mindsets. Take learning foreign languages, for example. You may be of growth mindset when it comes to your abilities to learn a second language, but at the same time, you may have a fixed mindset about your teacher or the method employed by your school. In retrospect, I think I used to have a fixed mindset about the German language, but never about English, which is maybe why English came much easier to me. Yay! So please remember that even though I'm going to present clear-cut examples of both mindsets, in reality, human psychology may be a bit more complicated. The distinction between pure fixed and pure growth mindsets is important only to understand both concepts, allowing them to work their effects on you. Because, as I always say, the transformative power of education lies in understanding basic concepts. First, let's analyze the response of both mindsets to challenges. People with fixed mindset will usually avoid challenges, because if you are of the fixed mindset, every new thing is about proving that you are smart or talented. In the fixed mindset, it's crucial to be perfect, because one test or one evaluation can measure you forever. Fixed-minded people feel best when things are safely within their grasp. The moment things get too challenging, they either lose interest or resort to cheating, because in fixed mindset, you mobilize your resources not for learning, but for protecting your ego. The response of the growth mindset on the other side is completely different. If you are of the growth mindset, you will embrace the challenge and treat it as an opportunity for learning and developing yourself. Dr. Dweck provides an example of the famous actor Christopher Reeve, a.k.a. Superman, 
who paralyzed after a horse accident, was told by the doctors to come to terms with his condition. And yet, Reeves started a demanding exercise program, because why couldn't he learn to move again? Five years later, he started to regain movement, opening a whole new vista for research. Now, let's take a look at the reaction of both mindsets to effort. In the fixed mindset, effort is a bad thing and a sign that you are not smart or talented. Because if you were, you wouldn't need effort, right? In the fixed mindset, effort is not a cause for pride, it's something that casts doubt on your talent. However, in the growth mindset, it is precisely effort which makes you smart or talented. Growth-minded people love stretching themselves and derive as much happiness from the process as from the results. Dr. Dweck illustrates the approach to effort based on the example of Michael Jordan, for who winning was a byproduct and who stayed on top for a long time because he enjoyed the process more than the result. It's funny, by the way, that the same Michael Jordan was later of the fixed mindset as a general manager of the Washington Wizards, which only shows that the same person can be of the growth mindset in one area and of the fixed mindset in another. Next up is the reaction to failure. If you treat yourself as a finished product, like fixed-minded people do, a failure is quickly transformed from an action, I failed, to an identity, I am a failure. Being bad at something and failing is treated by the fixed-minded people as a proof that they are not naturals, that the task is not for them, and as a result, they don't engage in many activities, resigning sometimes from their own interests and secret passions. In the growth mindset, failure doesn't define you no matter how painful. It's a problem to be faced, dealt with, and learned from. Persisting, especially when things are not going well, is the hallmark of the growth mindset. There is nothing a growth-minded person wouldn't do or touch if she's interested in it. Now, the reaction to criticism follows the same pattern. The fixed mindset doesn't take easy to it, treating criticism as an assault on the whole personality. The fixed mindset makes others into judges, not allies, preventing possible improvement on the negative feedback. Fixed-minded people feel best when they are praised and put on pedestal. Growth-minded people not only learn from criticism, but also appreciate it as a way to become better. Last but not least, the two mindsets differ in the approach to the success of others. The fixed-minded people feel threatened by the success of others. It undermines their self-confidence, making them feel insecure. The growth-minded people, by contrast, look at the success of others as a source of inspiration and an opportunity to learn. Okay. I hope that by now you have a fairly decent grip on how the two mindsets work. Being of the fixed mindset means that you don't believe in change. Everything that you have was given to you when you were born, and it better be good, because if it's not, you are either going to deny it, cheat it, or fall into depression, doing everything in other words, but not work on it. 
Being of the growth mindset on the other side means that you treat your potential as unknown and that you are ready to explore it. It's all theory, but you should be able now to look at yourself and the people around you through the lens of mindsets. Why do they behave in a particular way? Is it because they are leaning more towards one or the other mindset? Your boss doesn't listen to anybody but himself, hires those who agree with him and makes the life of those who don't miserable? He may be of the fixed mindset. The CEO focuses on the short-term strategy, boosting the company's stocks to make himself look like a hero. He may be the victim of the so-called CEO disease originating from the fixed mindset. Your partner feels judged and labeled by the slightest criticism and expects everything good to happen automatically. She may have a fixed mindset about the relationship. An athlete blames everything and everybody for his failure, but not himself. He might be of the fixed mindset too. And here's a teacher who thinks that her role is to impart the same knowledge each and every year. Worse still, she has already decided who's smart and who's dumb in the class and won't change her mind no matter the actual results. She's sure to be of the fixed mindset. And you, you say you won't love and respect your children unless they fulfill your aspirations, go to a law school or graduate a university you have chosen for them. You might just as well be a fixed-minded parent. I have been focusing on the fixed mindset because it seems to be the more troublesome and unfortunately the more common one. Where does it come from? And why does it seem to be more deeply rooted than the growth mindset? According to Dr. Dweck, a particular mindset is transmitted to us early on by our parents and teachers. At certain point, the transmission may take institutional frames and become part of culture. This is what might be happening to us now as we seem to be living in an increasingly fixed-minded culture. Dr. Dweck cites Malcolm Gladwell, a writer and a thinker, who notes that as much as our culture talks about individual effort and self-improvement, deep down we revere the naturals. Dr. Dweck doesn't explore the cultural origins of the fixed mindset in depth, but my working theory is that the perpetuation of the fixed mindset is simply easier. It's easier to praise one's abilities rather than effort. First, because hearing about one's natural talent really gives a boost, if only for a moment. And second, because praising effort has to be based on facts if it is to work. Dr. Dweck warns against the so-called false growth mindset, where parents or teachers switch from praising abilities to praising effort, but they don't tie it to results. Praising effort, which is not effective or which is simply not there, doesn't lead to learning and certainly doesn't lead to the development of the growth mindset. But coming back to praising abilities, it's common to hear comments like, wow, you did that so quickly, or look, you didn't make any mistakes. But the real message such comments are sending is that speed and perfection is what we prize. And speed and perfection are enemies of difficult learning, and they lead children or anybody to believe 
that they are smart when they are fast and perfect. Praising abilities instead of genuine effort gives a temporary boost, but in the long run it produces opposite effects and saps self-confidence. It makes everyone doubt themselves the moment anything becomes hard or goes wrong. Oh yeah! A good teacher, or a good parent for that matter, is therefore the one who develops the growth mindset in their students. This is done primarily by shifting the emphasis of praise from intelligence or talent to the work they put in. At times, it also means being able to tell the students openly after they have failed that they didn't deserve to win and look for ways to improve the result the next time. By no means should a good teacher lower the standards, which not only hurts education, but perpetuates the fixed mindset, making students feel entitled to easy work and lavish praise. Okay, I hope you have been briefed about mindset and that you will profit from it, whether you are a student, a parent, a boss, or anybody, because now you know that your success or your failure may be decided long before debating particular strategies, methods, conditions, or team members. So much depends on the right mindset. And remember that this mindset is changeable by definition, because it's all in your head. Do you believe in change and progress, or do you think you can never change? My name is Jendrek, and that was the second episode of the English Language Live podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.